Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Did you see the Star Wars trailer? Also, we know how long that movie's going to be. And Ben and Luke, uh, they might be fighting the Knights of Ren. Clutter's at a council, and I'm tired. It starts right now. Welcome back to, oh, there we are, Collider Jedi Council. I don't know where we are. We're over there, we're over there. Uh, ni- there we go. Nice to see everybody. It is Collider Jedi Council. And before we get into anything else, i got to tell you something. What's that? You really are a concert professional. Man. Oh, I gotta tell yeah. You. No, you really are. Because okay. this, what people don't know is that this thing right here has been, it, it, it's like a droid that fell off of a, sh- a ship and it's just, it's on its last legs. Yeah. And you were battling with this thing for the last 15 minutes. Yeah, it was. And you were in a mood. You I was were, not in a good mood. No, and I don't think you still are, but what you did. That was great. Was this is this is right as we went on. This was Ken right before they started to prep him to go on. He was like, hey, hey. and then he pre- you could see him prep himself up. He's like, hey, hey. and then I was like, we got to Star Wars. <laughs> like, Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Good to be here. I learned from the late great Rowdy Rowdy Piper. That's what he, I saw him. I was in a match with him once, and he did a promo, and this is what he did. He was like, hey, Cleveland uh, uh, promoter, I, I need a moment, and then he went in the ring. And, ah! Yeah. So. Just how he is. Uh, also, I, I just drove a lot from Las Vegas. That's that's true here. That should so. be noted. That it was about four four and a half five hours. Uh, four hours. I didn't stop for no bathroom breaks this time. Stop for nobody. Didn't stop for nobody. Welcome back to the show. Thank you guys for joining us on the show. Uh, this is going to be the last two, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. The last two. Me and Ken. We're going to close out the show. At least my run of uh, of Jedi Council. It will continue on with Ken Napsock starting in November. But November. Oh, excuse me. October. Halloween. I don't know. Halloween is my last day here know. on Jedi Council. So we're going to have some fun on today and next show. But like I said, no guests. On this week or next week, because just Ken and I, we're going to shoot the S and talk about Star Wars. And we're going to start because it's all about Star Wars movie news. Everything happening in the world of Star Wars uh, that happens to the movies. But there really was only one big story this week, and it was a pretty big story. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty 
Pretty would, accurate. Would you watch it? Big uh, ass? Uh, I watched the trailer. Uh, me and Scrimshaw ordered some food, and we had recorded Force Center all day, and then we sat and watched the trailer and recorded more Force Center all day, and, and it was on my comfort, of my, uh, comfort of my couch Yeah, watching it. We didn't get a chance to really... We, we had... We did, we just had a brief text interaction right. uh, about what was yeah. about what was going on. I didn't get your full thoughts on it. You seemed to like what you saw. Yeah, I re- I really did like it. It took uh, love love it. I'll say the word love. But I think it was the second or third viewing that I was like, what what's what's going on? Right. Because it, it's a little. The other trailers are so good at being its own little self-contained emotional poem, right? right. I mean, the music, everything's good. Uh, this one started a little different, like in the, the Finn voiceover, which I'm sure we'll talk about all the things. And it's like, then it like kicks into high gear, you know, has that, that downbeat, the, the real touching downbeat with 3PO. And then it goes into something. Right. The trailers in the past have been more like the last half than the first. So it took me about second or third when I was like, okay. And then, you know, it's just the thing I text back to you, and I've been saying it some other places, but I'll say, and we, we had watch your language. So kids, um, wonderfully bat boop. Yeah. And that was, and I, that's what I love about it uh, more than anything is. It's cuckoo. It's cuckoo for wonderful cocoa yeah. puffs. I want to just cocoa puff and drink the milk at the end that's all chocolatey. Oh, well, yeah. there's a lot of imagery. There's a lot of imagery. Yeah. That's what they let off. And, you know, like I said, there have been a lot of complaints by many people that you didn't get what the story is about. I don't think you needed to for this one. I think, And I do think you get enough of the story that you, you know the Emperor's back. Now, for us, for Star Wars hardcore fans that already know he's back and have been paying attention to the other trailers, uh, you know, then, then you knew he was back, so there wasn't anything too revealing except the mm-hmm. Ralph McQuarrie uh, original Jedi art, which yeah, is yeah. cool. Right, the right. fact that you see a, a hooded figure chasing after Ray, we don't necessarily know if that was the Emperor. They hint that it was, but it could be Matt sure. Smith, or it could be uh, Evil Ray. It could be anybody. Right. Um, but we know that we're battling some kind of powerful evil in there, and we don't... Yeah. I didn't need... The story, the same way, I don't know, that I, that I need of a franchise that I don't know what's coming or what to expect. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. The trailer didn't reveal a lot. I, and what I would say is traditional plot points. There's a lot of times big reveals, the Palpatine laugh at the first. But yeah. absolutely, it, 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 the story's there. It is the story of togetherness in the face of an evil creature that's like, your togetherness will be your undoing. That's a traditional Star Wars story of Simple. good and evil. That's the themes are what are yep. what you're looking for. And if you go back to Last Jedi and go back to back to Force Awakens, they never lie. They never they they they're very emotionally honest with what the themes of the movies are going to be. And I think there's no difference. It's just the traditional. You can start. You can, I mean, you can kind of think you can start piecing some context together, but that wasn't as present. And so I understand people going, "Oh, this right. is a different kind of trailer." And the international trailer, by the way, still hasn't dropped. So, oh yeah, there's always, remember Force Awakens? There's those little things for like, oh, another always. Angle. Yeah, yeah, and and there were, the one for Force Awakens had a little, lot more. It had, yep. it had Ray in the uh, at the end, right before she gets caught by Kylo Ren. They had that right, in there, right? Right. And there was all this stuff that they put in those international trailers that that. When they say this is the final trailer, it's a bit misleading. Yeah. Because yeah. the international trailers, because, and it makes sense, because that's where a big bulk of this money comes from with the box office is the international. So mm-hmm. I think you're going to get a couple more Easter eggs inside of that, um, mm-hmm. uh, inside mm-hmm. of that international trailer. But have you seen what people, I think IGN was the first reported, I might be wrong, in that shot where Kylo and Rey are, are fighting, it looks like the Vader helmet or something. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Did you see that she has the dagger in her hand? Yeah, she has a dagger. We don't know if it's the Mortis uh, one. Everyone though. wants it to be the Mortis. Right. Not, that's not fair. That's not fair. Not everyone wants it to be the Mortis dagger, but people have been saying that since the... And it's a good pull, because it very well could be. Uh, but I, it could be also just 
a dagger. Right. And and it's interesting, it's neat, and it's fun. But that's that's part of the fun, right? Yes. That's the, part of the fun. The speculation of it. But yeah. it's also, if we uh, are victims of the past, which... We, Do you think that dagger's Plagueis' staff, Christian? Is that, that, what, right. is that what... That's what people want to know. That's kind of what I'm going for here, yeah. too. We, we did that a lot in the beginning yeah. of Force Awakens. We've done that. We did that which, in other... By the way... We did, fun to do. Fun to do. But, but don't be surprised or disappointed when it doesn't happen. Yeah. But it would be cool. And I think there's yeah. other things that tie in. There's a battle droid in the back. Did you see the battle droid I behind? Did. So people were tweeting that thing, and, and, and uh, Joseph and I were eating some pizza going, I don't see it. And then we did, like, gig. Oh. Yeah, it's on the right-hand yeah, yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, the same thing. I was, to, to, I was yeah. doing a stream on my channel, and I, um, and I was talking about it, and someone said, hey, did you, what do you think about the battle droid? Could 3PO wind up leading them? And I said, I don't see a Oh, wait, there's the battle droid. There's the battle droid. Yeah, there was another thing that people saw. Did you see this thing? This I didn't see. In the beginning, when Ray is running, it's Ray running the whole way through. Uh Some people think that it that it turns into Leia at one point in a flashback, and I said, I I think you're over I think you're reaching here. I mean, I would say that's a reach, but okay. You know, like I I didn't see I watched it uh, four or five different times and it does it does not look like Ray. She's running uh, you got a rebel pathfinder uh, squad helmet hits the ground and all that stuff. I don't know. Off to I mean, yeah. Yeah. So the other things that have been kind of revealed, I don't know if it's in the notes, but um we know what the planet is. No. We know the the planet Death Star's on. Kif Kif Beer? Kiff Beer Beer? Kif beer? Kif beer sounds like... They said it's a moon, so it's an ocean moon. It's but they don't say it's Endor, though. Right. Uh, and Riley made a point on live to see, you know, what if it is the ocean moon yeah. of, Endor, of Endor, which would be interesting. Um, yeah, because I, 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 that opening shot to me is, is Endor, or at least right. another moon uh, called, uh, you know, I hope tree, tree door. But, but, uh, why, but why, though, when it would make a lot of sense because, of, because they're incorporating the Death Star... Yeah. And they're incorporating this, and we're going to obviously be fighting on the remnants of it. Yeah. Why not just go that if you're going to be nostalgic, because it seems like they're trying to we're, we're going to be nostalgic, but not too nostalgic. Yeah. Because if you look at Force Awakens, that's about as nostalgic as it gets. Yeah, but yeah. they didn't go to Hoth. They went to Starkiller Base. They didn't go to Tatooine. They went to Jakku. But which was the same. It was the same. It was an ice planet and a desert planet. Yeah. So, I. I you, sorry, I cut you off. What do you? What no, I'm you just saying. Like, it's like, do you think they're going to do that again? It's like, oh no, no, no! It looks like Endor, but it's Fleepy Boops instead. <laughs> Fleepy Boops is yeah. definitely a better name than Harloff Minor. So That's I'll true. You're not wrong. Um, a lot of people agree with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Uh, the other planets, I think, Pasana, Kajimi, all these names, I don't know how to say correctly yet. It's interesting to me. Kif beer buyer whatever is very interesting to me. Death Star blows and goes this way and right. So is that way. too far off? Yeah, no, but I, but uh, the idea. I never put all the chips down. I did just come from Vegas. Uh, I never put all the chips down on one thing. But that, that thought that that is Endor that they open up on that maybe that's where Leia goes. We need to hide there because my friends. Wicket and Chief Nisa are there. Right. Uh, who helped us before the Ewoks? Goes there, hides there, and then hey, uh, next door is, is right, the desktop. Which I like. I, I, I'm behind that because it's the best of both worlds. Yes, because that's what the mission is. They they yeah. camped out on on the moon of Endor because they said, okay, right. wait, 
We've got to go on the forest moon of Endor over here because yeah. we've got to get to the ocean moon right. of Endor. But we're going to camp out here first because the resist because the first order knows that we're going there. So right. here's our right. Ray, you jump around the bushes and figure out how to do your Jedi powers, and then we're going to go. <laughs> Just jump around. The Just bushes. jump around the bushes. Uh, th- this is a very this is a major question. Uh-huh, I know yeah. you don't like to speculate, but I need your speculation okay. here because I'm here to I think you're the only you. person that can do it. Okay. This was posed to me, and I can't figure it out. Okay. In Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Where do the Ewoks get the dress for Leia? Well, it's uh, forces of destiny answers the question. Is that true? Yeah, the, okay. the, the one of the, the, the uh, one of uh, Jen Merrill's episodes yeah. is uh, uh, essentially that they make it from her. Okay, for her, from her, from her, <laughs> from her head. Also, just went to the Honda Museum in yeah. Vegas. I'm used to seeing Syracuse stuff around. Yes, and and, and she, it's a little. Nice little moment. She's like, cool. Can you add it? So we know how she got the dress. That's the answer. Thank you, Jim. But we didn't know. We didn't know for 34 years. Didn't know. Someone asked me the other day, and I didn't have an answer for it, but I didn't see that episode. That's why I like a lot of Force of Destiny stuff, because it has fun with those little corners of canon without taking away too much. That's good. I like that. Okay. Uh, Anything else from the trailer that we we missed here? Because it looks... Now, a lot of that stuff is... The focus, and as it should be, is mm-hmm. Kylo and, and Ray. Mm-hmm. We know, and and I, and I don't buy into the whole uh, Raylo thing. I, I I think it's more of a you know, but I think it's good. I think it's good to clarify that so uh, they don't come after anybody. Um, I, I think, think it's. I don't think they're going to be romantically it, involved. Yeah, it does make sense in some level. Going back to Force Awakens to think that. Right. I think you and I did. But I, think, I don't think it ends up there. Yet. No, I understand why people would theorize of yeah, it. Yeah, and that's think, what I want to no, make sure. No, 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 no. We're I'm not fighting I'm not, against it. We're I'm just, not poo-pooing against the idea at all. If it happens, great. And if they, they tend to be romantically involved and they make it work, then, then great. Then everybody should, uh, should be on board with it. What I'm saying is I don't think that that's, that's what they're leaning for. I don't think yeah. they're leaning. When I say Raylo, I, don't th- I'm, I mean as a, a romantic cu- couple. I think they're going to. I think they have a bond. I think yeah. that if so, if you want to equate that, that if it's kind of like a, a they have this bond that that's the Raylo thing that they combine, then then I'm with you on that. If, if Raylo just means a connected relationship, then I then, I, then I'm yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah, also I with I'm, them. I'm, I'm talking romantic wise. You're talking about milkshakes in the Dex's diner. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I just don't think that's going to happen because I don't think we're going to have enough time for it. Not yeah. not exactly what you're saying. Well, not not of like well, that's ridiculous. It's more. Of, I just don't see how they're going to be able to fit that in there. Yeah, I think yeah. they have a connection. I, uh, yeah. And I think that that will be the reason that that I do think that Ray is going to be the one that winds up killing uh, Palpatine. Okay, um, because it, for a, 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 as you say, a bevy of different reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah what are I, those? I mean, one, it looks like they're. I mean, they're going full forward with her as this. She's the one that's going to turn Kylo. I think that if you make it too much. Like Return of the Jedi, people are going to say the same thing. Oh, okay, well, look, she's in trouble. And now that she's in trouble, oh, he's got to turn. And now it's Ben that's got to save her. I think it's going to be the opposite. I think that Kylo goes to, you know, makes the turn, goes to take the Emperor out, can't do it, and, and Rey ultimately does it. Now, what would be great is that the Force goes somehow intervene, but they, I know that they can't get involved because of what Obi-Wan said. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, I like think that. it ultimately... But... but as I've been saying in this show, and we talked about it last week, or whenever it was, two weeks ago, um, do you think that it's coincidence, or are we leaning towards the fact that Finn is indeed Force-sensitive, because it's his, it's his it's voiceover up top, and he goes, the Force brought us together. Yeah. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's a Jedi, it means it, and, it, and it, doesn't, it just means he can maybe feel the Force, but I think, I think that this kind of will confirm that he is indeed Force-sensitive. I... I... Yeah, I, I'm on board for maybe now more than ever, and definitely the first time I heard you say it. Right, like um, 
it's still not a super sell for me, but I, I was listening to our, our pal, friend of the show, Hello Greedo, did some yep. good stuff recently on Minicorians and some Force stuff. And he had a good thing he was digging up, and I, I don't have it exactly, so I, I paraphrased it a bit on some of the facts, but it just it's this kind of a Lucas's a, original idea of, hey, the Force is there for everyone. The Jedi take the time, equating it maybe to like yo- yoga classes. Yeah. If you want to go learn yoga, you can go put on your sweatpants and, and go down. Um, Jedi are the only ones that have done it. It's there for everyone. Uh, I think Garrido himself said, uh, uh, you know, it's like, Anyone can go learn to play basketball. Some people are just going to be better at it. Right. And that might be, and that's related to midi-chlorians kind of representing that. So if you take that idea and going back to some of George's original ideas, yeah. And it does tie into some of the stuff that Luke was talking about in, uh, in, Je- in Last Jedi, where he, he's, yeah. he said that it's the, the Jedi were the ones who felt it was just for them. You know, mm-hmm. where that's that's not the case. And that's what the whole point of the, that movie was at the end, that anybody could have it, that maybe Ray starts to tap in and learn things where she can teach everyone how to kind of tune into it. And she teaches Finn how to tune into it. Who knows? Because in defense of this idea, not that you need to defend yeah. it. Um, yeah. Let's not forget, like, so Finn's been a, a number his whole life, a storm for all that kind of stuff. But let's, you know, Leia, her whole life, and, and, and Claudia Gray wrote it so beautifully in uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, Looks back and goes, oh yeah, I did leap a little extra far that, that one feeling time. Was. Yeah, that's what was going on. And you know, maybe Finn suddenly like, man, I was really good at shooting. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I don't know how. That's possible. It's possible. Late onset force. <laughs> Very possible. And I, I think what a what a fun twist it would be. Yeah. Uh, and because he was the one when he picked up that lightsaber, and because everyone thought that he was going to be the guy in Force Awakens, that they do bring that yeah, back. Yeah. And I and I said that when Perry was on. My biggest problem with Finn was that they set him up like he was going to be this big main character, and he was kind of delegated back to being a minor character in Last Jedi. I think that he goes more front and center in this movie. I mean, it seems like he... Yeah, I mean, we get a lot of action, a lot of stuff. Yeah, that makes some sense. Yeah, will they find the guy with the red plume this time around? Red plum, plum, plum plume? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, maybe Jason Throw will be back. You think he will be? No. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, sorry, my lovely. Uh, okay, so anything else in there? Or, or? Uh, I mean, as far as the trailer, man, yeah, yeah I'll tell you about? what. Palpatine? That's uh, not him, right? Uh, That's not him at the end. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yes, no, maybe so. And Come uh, if on, it's, what do you think? Do you think uh, it's him or not? I, don't, I think it's a bait and switch. I don't think J.J.'s oh, putting... Anything in the trailer that's going to be... I think he feels this whole movie is a spoiler. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think he's been a little grumpy. He has to even release something, you know, but he knows... We, they all know the name of the game. Um, but I'll tell you what, what I love... Once this thing, this trailer kicks in high gear, like, I never thought... Going back... When I, saw, I go back to 1983, if you had said to little seven-year-old Kenny, uh, do you want to see space horses on, on a Star Destroyer with uh, charging the battle? I've been like, I don't know. I don't know if that's Star Wars... I was watching it going, well, this is, I never knew I wanted this, but I want that. And what are they called? Orbox. Orbox, right. Yeah. So, uh, and BB-8's running next to him like ghosts I, charging I into battle? I cannot stand the argument against the, or, uh, the Orbox. Are there? I think Jerry Orbach, the great actor. I can't the stand the argument against say, Oh, why are there space horses? Who why, would have there that are, argument? There are human beings in space now in this <laughs> thing. So why can't there be horses? There, uh, it, 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 I couldn't. Obi Wan Kenobi rode a, a large uh, house lizard. lizard. A lizard. 
I mean, I, I'm okay with when going, ah, really? Do we need a shark man in Clone Wars? Do we need flying whales? I have more problems with Rift Tamsin. Me too. And Mieber Gascon, all due respect to Steven whales. Staten, our friend. Whales. who uh, and, and, and I don't, the Purgler, yeah, I, Purgler not my favorite. They, but to but, me, the reason why they, they it, it's not but, that they're whales, yeah. it's that they're flying in space and having conversations <laughs> mentally or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, a lot of people like the Force whales. I, I don't. Um, but you and I live in a world where it's, it's fine. It's yeah, part of the But I don't part have a galaxy. problem that they're whales. Yeah. I have a problem that they're flying around in space. If the, horse, if the horses start flying around and then they started using the force and doing all this, I don't have a problem with the wolves in, uh, yeah. in, in you know, uh, rebels. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that – and, and they don't even look like – Regular horses. I just thought it was a silly, silly argument that it's, I saw people going, why are there space that's horses? That's a real ridiculous. cynical, knee-jerk reaction ridiculous. to something that you've not really seen before in Star Wars. Yeah. And the fact that Jaina and, and Finn and BB-8 are leading a crew on a Star Destroyer where all hell breaks loose. I love that. It looks good. That's when I, that's when I, text, that's what I meant when I texted you. It was bat, like, but yeah. wonderfully bat move yeah, right. because... I was like, I, I don't know what I've seen, and I, I never knew I wanted that. I want that also, and I want to know who those people are that they're with. Yeah. What about the— they're, uh, they're from, That's her planet, Kirbif, uh, Kirbir, whatever. Hey, Riley, what's the name of that planet? That's her planet. Janet's, J- Jaina is from that planet. That, oh, from the, from Jana, the ocean Jana, planet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. So what about the Star Destroyer lifting from the, from the ocean itself? Another great image. I'm glad you great. brought that up. There's a lot to, for you and I we, haven't had, we really haven't had this discussion yet. I think— Is someone piloting that thing, or do you think it's being used by the force to be lifted out? Piloting most likely. I've heard a lot of wonderful theories yeah. that maybe the Sith troopers are whites, uh, white walkers, yeah. Game of Thrones type of stuff. Uh, maybe I was been joking recently, like, could you imagine in their first order Sith troopers? So follow the joke bit, but like, you get this elite assignment. Well, great, what's the job? I get to sit in a star destroyer for like thirty years and ice. Just go <laughs> hang out. You're right. elite. You're elite right. guys. Go go. So there's a lot of things I don't know. Which again. It's what I love about what we're talking on the top, but this trailer doesn't reveal too much. Too much. It makes sense. us talk about it. Like, about the other it. thing was the frozen planet that they go to, right? Um, I, oh, yeah, which is either a reflection th- or a meeting. I can't I thought out. it looked like frozen Bespin. That's what I was. Uh, I did. That's a great no. And, and, and I thought it was. Ref- I, 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 and I'm sure there's some great breakdown videos out there. I, I, I don't watch that stuff, but. The the idea that uh, the first I was like oh it's a beautiful shot of reflection but then the tie fighters are kind of below I don't know what I'm seeing other than it looks right. pretty it, I'm digging it I like what I like um, the imagery so far and I like that yeah. we didn't get it because anything about the story because we're already on board with it and I yeah. think Endgame still holds the record for most pre sales but it came in at number two so it certainly sees that you didn't really care it did you just, well you did pretty well it did pretty well so it's gonna do really uh, well. i had i'll tell you what man i had uh, yes. i had i that's i did yeah. have a gas station sandwich um i i i ordered tickets like 45 minutes before they went to sale one of i one of these major chains man they just had it up really we just were like well, let's go chase by accident works. And like, yeah. look at that that was great man yeah. so i know but I know, I know some people had some problems getting tickets websites crashing and all that kind of stuff so it's fun man it's, it's gonna fun be fun stuff. yeah and it's it's right around the corner but and we'll, i think we'll get into this we can we can transition to this too transition um, yeah maybe do we have any other more movie news story uh you got the runtime you uh, got yeah, the, let's do that. yeah let's i mean do that's it. just a uh confirmed from longest the ticket sales ever. yeah longest star wars movie ever uh 155 minutes uh what is that 235 roughly yeah, 235. So it's I, about three or four minutes longer is, than last uh, jedi yeah he's not good at math um yeah 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 uh yeah last jedi 152 yeah, what was the so other one minutes. attack the clones 142 the previous long but we knew that this we knew yeah. that we well we we said it doesn't have to be too long we were going to be okay if it was 220 right yeah 
but it makes sense that it would be longer. I'm glad that it's not three hours because to me that would be like trying to crunch in and say, "Oh, well, Endgame did it. We'll do it." And you don't yeah. need, you don't need to do it if that's not yeah. the story you're trying to tell. Yeah. Um, two thirty-five means I got two. Thir- I mean, I have two hours and thirty-five minutes of Star Wars that I get to watch, yeah. closing out this saga. It's I think fun. it's a perfect time. Yeah. But our tune could change, and our tune could change. Two ways over. The first okay. is we watch it and we go, oh, man, I could have watched another 10 or 15 minutes of that movie. Right, right. Or eh, one sequence was a little too long. We could have cut uh, at least 10 right. minutes out of that. So you, right now you say, great, because you want to watch two, two hours and 35 minutes of Star Wars. The 15-minute dance sequence with Claude that we're going to get with him and Snap Wexley is probably going to put it over the edge. <laughs> Do you hear this thing about you know the Dennis Lawson? You ever heard about that, that, uh, I, that he's coming back? I we thought th- he was coming back in for, for Last Jedi. Yeah, because remember he was at yeah. Celebration. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard I heard the rumor. I heard one of the podcast sites, uh, uh, Talker's Agent or something like that, and I, have, I haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet. I think he's in it. It would make sense. He, I know yeah. he's on the cover of what, Resist, Resistance Reborn yeah. is where his face emerged. Why not? Why not put him in? I mean, he doesn't yeah. have to have a huge part. I mean, he doesn't even have to fly a ship. You know, maybe if, they, if, they're, if it's, yeah. it's one of those things where you get all the old yeah. World War II vets to get him in the ship because we don't, we don't have enough manpower. Yeah. Um, Are you talking like Randy Quaid in Independence Day? Kind of. There was an old script that I wrote that, it, uh, that, I, wrote, that I read that um, it, never got, it never got made, but it was like all these old school, all the equipment. So the the okay. new equipment goes down. So, and so all they got to go. So all they have is the old fighter pilots. Was it called the Expendables? No, but uh, <laughs> all they have is that it's close. But they, all they have is like this old equipment. That's that's cool. And it's a cool premise. No, and look, so I, yeah. I love this idea that over the last year, here's the thing: the call goes out, the spark of the galaxy is out. Leia's bum. No one's answering her call. Luke shows up, does his thing, the sacrifice for the galaxy, and suddenly people are talking again, and they're inspired. Right. And so now they're coming out of the woodwork. A year later. A year later, Lando, everyone, Wedge, Nine Numbs there. Like, right. I, I really like that idea. Um, I love is, that shot when they're all setting up, having uh, the war room meeting. Yeah, it's and great. And Poe is across from Lando. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. You got Lando, you got a, a Mon Calamari. Maybe yeah. it's uh, Akbar's son, Afteb. Uh, you got the weird uh, Muppet creature that's sauntering up next to, I think, Snack, Snaps walking next yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. I love that because it, it's, it's, it's all hands on deck. That shot of, uh, that we saw from the teaser to the trailer that was released that day in the morning oh, of right. all the ships. The ghost. Yeah, or, or at least another, you know. We'll, I, you don't think it's a ghost? No, it could very well be. Yeah. I just don't, again, don't want to, I don't like locking into the idea of it's the ghost and Jason Sandulis. And, it, and it's, you know, the, 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 the specter right. ship or something else. If know. it is the ghost, do you think that we see anybody inside of it or probably not? I don't think you do. I don't think you, do. Don't think you do. Yeah, I um, but but who knows? You know, um, it'd be pretty awesome if they cut in and you just all, Jason and do it. But he, but even even if it was older Hera and Jason, like, yeah. they don't say a word. Oh yeah, I'd love Hera. But just that. a nice shot of the two of them yeah. uh, together yeah, would be mean. would be awesome. Two Twilights just kind of flying the. I th- I mean. I'm, he's, still, he's convi- human, I'm right? still convinced Jason Sindula was dropped into the mix by Filoni just to be like, have fun with that. But yeah. uh, if some callback to it, I mean, there was even a, a ship that I, I fell for that. Uh, is that a potato or slave one thing where oh, right. it looked like it was uh, right. Razorcrest from Mandalorian. Solo, right? No, the Razorcrest from Mandalorian at the bottom. And I was like, oh, oh maybe it's a Razorcrest. Oh, and okay, it's like, it might just be a weird ship. With okay. No, weird I was wings. talking about like Solo when there was well, that yeah, shot. Everyone, we it, it, was. It, it was like... It, Rock in space, um, but again, that, I don't want anyone to think that that is part of the fun. Yeah, I, I this time around, I was like, I'm not going to frame by frame this trailer. We got the emotional themes and tones. This is what we need, and then suddenly you're like, What did I see? Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's the fun yeah, of when yeah, you yeah, watch the trailer. What about the voiceover at the end? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a oh, well. Great. So it all the voices that I heard. Yeah, Finn. Who starts it off? Finn. Yeah. Uh, then there's another voice. I don't know uh, who that uh, is. Poe. Is it Poe? Poe's the one talking about. Uh, 
uh, people, good people will fight if we lead, okay, uh, lead maybe, them. Maybe like that's that. what it is. And then you have uh, Luke, and then Luke ending with Ray, which I mean, uh, with Leia, yeah, which I thought um, was amazing. The well, Force yeah, is with you always. Yeah. Oh, and Leia. Yeah. Oh, we got Ray's. Uh, so racist people keep telling me they know me. Right. No one does. Kylo, I do. Right. Um, long have I waited, and now That's you're right. coming together is your undoing. Again, emotional theme stated here. Could that mean, by the way, mm-hmm. the Palpatine? You would assume, and I'm going to say it was Vegas betting odds mm-hmm. that he's talking about Ray and Kylo. That's Vegas betting odds. Mm-hmm. Or it could be either the rebellion in general. Mm-hmm. Or it could be Ray and Finn. Uh, could be any one of those. Because uh, they meet up. When they meet up, that's when the adventure begins. Yeah. Um, that's when the Force Awakens. And when we saw the, the in the Force Awakens trailer, mm-hmm. the first image we ever saw in November of 2014, Finn. Finn. Uh, and it says there's been an awakening. Right. Right. Here's, yes, I love following that trail. I think I've backed off a little bit on that uh, after Last Jedi of the... Uh, is Luke talking about Ben? Is he talking about right, Ray? Right. It's sometimes as advertised, but but yeah, there's a good, all those are good options, though. That's right. the thing. He's not talking to Wedge and Nine Numb. <laughs> but what if he was? <laughs> what if he was? Can you imagine? What if this whole thing that, that Wedge was the chosen one? I just... Because all of them work for me. And so I'm like, Finn and Ray's pretty cool. Um, we see, you know, Finn's on the record screaming her, her name. Maybe she goes off with Kylo at some point. I don't know. But uh, the rebellion, but the resistance makes sense, too. Like, yeah. I've been waiting all this time. Riley, what do you think? <laughs> he doesn't know. He has no idea. He doesn't know. It's like it's just like I, I knew it. He didn't oh, have uh, my, your computer's good. He doesn't have a microphone on him, but I saw him doing this, and I liked it. I liked the way you responded to that though too. He didn't try. I thought he was going to actually try to answer no, it for a second, but he looks. <laughs> I don't know. It's like that old DJ that's just been there for years in a radio station. Just leave me alone. Let me eat my sandwich. I've been there in sweatpants. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Okay, that's everything with the trailer. Uh, yeah, right? that's it. Uh, sorry, I, tur- I turned it back no, to the. No, it's good. I like it. But... To the, and then, look, and there's a lot, uh, you know, we didn't see Hux and, and Richard E. Grant and uh, oh, only a little bit of Zori right. Bliss in the corner. And no Nights Around. Around and you saw things. Dominic Monaghan for a second. For a second. Yeah. Uh, so and, he looks like he's with Billy Lord, right? Yeah, I think uh, uh, it's safe to say they're they're, they're together. standing next to I mean, I think they're, I, I think that's maybe her, her husband or something. Oh, okay. Because you don't ever see him. It makes sense that maybe he's back on their home planet or whatever, but they're, sure. they're chilling with Rose, it looks like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. bleeding and fearful. Chilling. It's like me chilling at a 7-Eleven. Yeah, it makes sense. Like you, right after your first nacho. Yeah. Yes. Just in the sweats. All right. What's next? Uh, Do you ever get the gas station sweats? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, the posters out. We can talk about that, but then we can go into uh, the other stuff. Uh, we got. Uh, uh, you want to steer it towards uh, Mandalorian canon and all that good stuff? Yeah, we can start about the poster real the, quick. The posters. Uh, I, you know, to be honest, I haven't super had a chance Can't to look see at it. There, I mean, it's kind of. Um, you know what they don't show in this one is I thought in the other poster oh, she did. had the. She, I like it too, but you remember she had the. Um, yeah. She had the staff. Right, right, right. Because right. we don't see the staff. We didn't see Evil Ray in this one. This one has roses in it again and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at there. and then oh, yeah. uh, Your eyes are better than mine, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I it's mean, a classic Star Wars picture. It's, it's classic Star Wars, but it's it's also just a little different in a way for me that I like Ray right in the center, Kylo yeah. and Dan. Uh, that fight shot. I mean, no Luke in this in this poster. Uh, no Luke. I, no, I'm I okay mean, with that. That in a sense, uh, too. Also, no Leia, uh, right? Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what I see from this poster is that mm-hmm. the first two posters had... Um, some of the big three, like the first one had mm-hmm. Han in the poster, right? Should be pretty yeah. sure. Second one had at least had Leia, or it definitely had Luke. Luke, yeah. 
this is the first one with just the new characters and none of the old, like the transition into it and ending now right. with this with this particular uh, storyline. But it's funny because the next wave of Star Wars, and we're going to get into it in a little bit here, after these movies, is all about the TV show. Yeah. And uh, TV shows. For the next three years or so, we're gonna, our, our Star Wars intake is going to be through television. But in yeah. periods that we're familiar with, with some characters that we're not and others that we're very familiar with. So right. this is a good transition, I think, from these brand new characters. Closing out, there's the poster. Right. Those are all the new characters you've learned. But now as you get ready for our new movies, and we'll tell you what those are going to be eventually. Right. Um, <laughs> Someday. Yeah. Now, take this series first. Tell us what you think. Yeah. What do you? What I mean? How are you feeling about that transition? I, I think it's a. I think it's an interesting time and a great time to to really. This is where Star Wars not necessarily becomes bigger, but uh, is, is is consumed in a much different way, and I think that's exciting. I think uh, Mandalorian coming out of the gate, I think it's going to. It's not. It's going to surprise some people, but also not surprise people in the right. best of ways. Like, yep, this is what we wanted and what we expected, and then we, then we move in. And I don't think we'll feel the loss of a movie as much as we would have thought. Yeah, I, I think Which you're is right. interesting. Again, yeah. I mean, even going back to 2015, 2016, I would have been like, what? No, come on. Movies, movies, movies. Uh, I'm so so excited for Kenobi. So excited for... Yeah, see, the funny Kenneth thing Cassian, is I yeah. think that um, in 2005, mm-hmm. when Sith was the last one, yeah. when it was over, no more, nothing. You're done. And yeah. I'm like, oh, devastated. Then Clone Wars series, okay. All right. And I, remember, I never forget this when I mm-hmm. called you up. Because yeah. I had seen the movie, and I, the, the, movie the movie was yeah, terrible. No, I saw it in the theater for the premiere. And I, I remember, and you guys know how much I love Filoni. I saw yeah. Filoni when he came out. I was like, that guy ruined Star Wars. <laughs> and now I use the second coming of uh, George Lucas for me. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, so I remember being on the phone with you, and you're going, give this Clone Wars, give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And I watched a few, and they really get into lore. And I found my the, the storytelling part that I love the Star Wars so much come back in in the Clone Wars that that but that was my fix. That was everything. So yeah, we're not getting anything else. Then in 2012, the new movie. Oh, okay, it's all about movies. But there was there was that brief time in 2005 when there was that talk of them doing the series, and this is before all the streaming services. So when George Lucas is talking about a hundred million dollar budget or, or hundred, the, the episode thing was ridiculous. I remember Rick McCallum saying it just we could not afford to make no, it. People yeah. balked at it because a show like Rome, HBO's Rome, that was a way ahead of its time, and it, the whole series cost about a hundred million to make. Now that's what Game of Thrones wound up costing. Game of mm-hmm. Thrones was a proven entity, and people were watching it. And Rome certainly didn't have the viewership of of say Game of Thrones, um, but Star Wars would have tackled that back then it would have been a mistake but today yeah because of all the streaming service because now it's disney plus i told you i said i I, i'm gonna keep banging this drum i think that this is the way that star wars is going to further the love for the genre and show what was so magical about it and special because they have so much more time it's such a vast galaxy it's such a vast place that Two hour, two and a half hour movies, it just doesn't do it justice. Mm-hmm. And I got that from playing Knights of the Republic. Mm-hmm. When you're playing that game upon hours upon hours and you don't get bored of it and the music and the characters and it, you can just go and hang out at a cantina for a while and all these things and all these aliens. It's like, why isn't this a TV show? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. It's very important to, to innovate or die, right? That's, you, you, that's uh, Bob Iger believes that. Uh, I, read that. I read that book, by the way. I read Uncle Bob's book. Did you read the whole thing? I read the whole thing. Got some context to it there. Uh, it's, it's really interesting there. Um, I, I hope people read it before they made videos about what they thought of the treatment of George. But uh, it was uh, 
it's interesting that it's important to Iger. Now it's kind of important to Star Wars, where you're seeing with Star Wars kids uh, expanding. we got stuff going into China now, right? James Waugh leading up uh, uh, some right. of the stuff, yeah. uh, strategies over there. Uh, I, I, again, I'm joking, but I was in Vegas, but I was talking to a friend who's, who's plugged into a lot of resort stuff, and he's like, a lot of these... Um, he, he, one of the casinos he said was in like $13 million in debt. I'm like, how does that, right. how does that happen? Yeah. It's one of the biggest casinos on the thing. He's like, Vegas is still lo- looking at it as baby boomer, boomers and even older millennials. They don't know the new, they don't know how to reach the new generation. You've got to look at different ways to get them and right. get them in the casinos. And that's, I part of think what Star Wars is doing. Yes. And TV is it. Well, but what they're also doing, and this and, is... And actually, they're not even TV in the classic sense that even we grew up no. with, but the ability to watch it at home on something here. That's, that's right. And, but they're also trying to get them through, like, because I don't think anybody would argue, uh, well, Scorsese and Culpo might, but that Marvel has kind of changed the game in where the, um, the fan base, yeah. and even, even DC movies, but DC and, and Marvel, I think, by kids... When we loved Star Wars when we were growing up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Star Wars were our thing. Marvel and DC movies are their thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. And by putting their Marvel movies on the Disney Plus, when you're leading with certain characters, that you're like, oh, this is going to tie in. And then, well, I already bought this, the service. I already have the service. Let me try and see what this Mandalorian is all about. Right. I'm not a big Star Wars guy or girl, but let me yeah. check it out. And, and then, they try, like you said, they try to hook in and, and get you because – from what they've said so far, and I guess we'll, Adam will we'll push into that time of the show that we simply like to say, uh, what's the deal with canon? Let me stop. Um, well, so what is the deal with canon and what is the deal with the Mandalorian? Well, while we were in Orlando and we were doing uh, the Schmodown in front of all you crazy, uh, incredible fans, thank you, by the way, uh, they did a screening, 27 minutes of the Mandalorian and the reviews have been out of this world, Ken. Have you have you seen this? Uh, I yeah, I, I didn't uh, couldn't get over to that press day. Uh, my pal Jennifer Landa did, and and she was someone who was I'd say excited ish about Mandalorian. And afterwards, we talked, and she didn't tell me anything, and I didn't want to know anything. But she was just like she she said like Ken, I I, I cannot believe what I felt watching a lot of this. And again, it's just sample sized. It yeah. wasn't just the first episode. They showed little things along the way. No context. She goes, it just, I, I, it just, it created such a feeling of excitement in me uh, awesome. that I, that I wouldn't imagine. Uh, and actually, again, she wasn't someone who was like, I know you're, you've been excited for day one. Yeah. Uh, I've not been as excited as you. Uh, she was kind of in the middle and now she's like, I, I yeah, it's just the potential yeah. of it. Yeah. It's just the potential of it. And knowing like, like, cause you remember I was, I was, blown away what I saw at Celebration. I was like, that is everything that I thought and hoped that it would be. You guys, I think Riley and you have kind of come around a little bit more I, now. I'll tell you this. I still don't like that scene I saw. I'll tell you what, the, I still don't the, like the scene the I saw. Warner Herzog? Warner Herzog oh, scene. I love that scene. Still don't like that scene. That's not Pedro Pascal in my mind. So I just, it didn't play well to but me. But who cares? It didn't it's play well to me. But who cares if he's really in the suit? Two minutes. Yeah. Out of context. It, let me, let's get to this, though. What does it matter if he's in it? Don't, don't, shouldn't you as a viewer be watching the... Because the, the, if the, it's not him in that suit, yeah. and you don't, you don't have the red Viper in the suit all the time, and it's VO-based, I disconnect with... Uh, you, you just, it, but aren't you supposed it's to a think different the, actor. And but that. you're not supposed to be thinking of the actor. You're supposed to be thinking of the character. Like it's the same yeah. reason like, when you see if John Wick's on a bike, and most of the time it is Kenner, he's on the bike, but if he turns the corner <laughs> and for a split this second, thing? The, it's a stunt thing, and it's not him, but, but imagine, John Wick. But imagine Keanu Reeves and Warner Herzog at a scene, and you're watching a stunt performer 
Pantomime lines. I didn't connect to it. So because but it's not, not like that, not like David Prowse. Well, I was going to say, but not like why it, not? Because he's actually he was he was doing the whole thing. He was acting. But doing that's James Earl Jones that you think his, of, though. and then later on. But, but they did. But this this is it's. I don't know the details of it. I just didn't connect to Normally the Mandalorian. Normally, your takes are. I, I, I'm, I'm, I can see it. I, this 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 is one. This is this one. I, I think you're being a little uh, little grouchy on. I know too much. Well, I, even so, it's like even if it's not him in the suit, yeah. who cares? It's the character. I'm following the character. I want to follow. I want to be in the world. I don't care if Pedro Pascal's in the suit or not. Uh, once it's in context, but that's what's going back to that yeah. scene out of context. Warner Herzog was great. The other stuff in it, 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 and even but even Favreau came back and was like, "We're not done. We're not." Do-. Uh, and he was like, Season "Not happy two. about it." He was like, "We're not. We got to go back to work." Scene? And I think it was there were things in it that I was like, this looks fan filmy. This, this, this shot, something wasn't right with me. And then remember they showed a little clip of, of footage. Yes. Already that footage is better in the actual trailer. Right. Clearly, because that's what happens. We right. got a sneak peek, and I didn't connect to the sneak peek. That's but fair. now I'm connecting to things uh, here and yeah, picking up on. A lot of Easter egg stuff's going to happen. Yeah. They're already doing season oh, two, yeah, yeah. and then we get into uh, Obi. I think Obi Wan goes before Cassian. By the way. I mean, yeah, I'm here. That makes sense. Yeah, to we me. didn't talk about the Tony Gilroy stuff, did we? Yeah, it's it's, it's great. Do you, I think it's good. I think it's good. It's I think far, he knows he knows the world. He knows it. I don't care if he's a Star Wars fan or not. Yeah, me um, uh, his his stuff with the uh, Born the Born series, all yeah. his kind of work leads into that kind of guy. This not even not even necessarily spy stuff. And Stephen Schiff is the what the showrunner. Yeah. He, he he did the Americans. Yeah. So we got that spy thing, but it's more of these conflicted guys in the middle of uh, action. You know, and, and he worked yeah. on a lot of Rogue One, and he knows these characters. Yeah, he, know, he, too. He, I just, he saved it. Yeah. Like I said, my biggest thing is that I just want to make sure that we see both sides, the Empire and the Rebellion. I don't want to just focus on Cassian the entire series. I think that that'll get stale. Real quick, if it's about just him and K2SO going on missions the whole time. Mm, yeah. If it's is that every episode, I'm going to get bored. But it's the first the first season we get is Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That's, shoot, less than a month away. Then we start shooting uh, Obi-Wan. That's like January, February is when we start shooting that, right? Yeah, it's coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you figure that'll be out probably by the end of the year next year, you would assume, if not 2021. Or tw- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Mandalorian will probably either hit the end of next year or mm-hmm. even the following, and then Cassian pops in. So you've got you've got a bunch of stuff coming Clone out Wars. there, and then Clone Final Wars. season Clone Wars, and that's that's the beginning. I'm sure there's going to be more animated th- stuff, right? right? Right. So we have all that, and you will eventually get more films when people are waiting. Well, where are all the forget all the TV shows? Where are the films? In like 2022 is when the first film comes out, and we'll probably find that out sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, by the way, Yoda was real. What do you mean he was real? Uh, Yoda was. A real person, not a puppet. Oh, okay. Well, you're trying to tell me otherwise? Who said he was a puppet? You're trying to tell me otherwise. Why did I say that? I don't know. Are you, make, are you hearing things in your head? <laughs> the gas the gas get into your nose or something? Yeah, it did. All right. Uh, is that everything? That we're, uh, well, getting, we got oh. the release dates. Oh, uh, let's get the release dates, and let's also get, um, uh, I want to talk about the, the comic books. Yes, sir. Yeah. What do you got? All right, so uh, this is a little bit of last week, but again, the trailer dominated the Newsweek. Uh, the Mandalorian episodes are as follows, episode 1, November 12th. Then they go to Fridays, November 15th, 22nd, 29th, December 6th, December 13th, December 18th, which I believe is a Wednesday. And then they come so back sorry. December 27th to give uh, episode 9. Give me that. So give me that again. So we got Friday. Fridays is when they will air. Yes. Yeah, so Tuesday the 12th. Tuesday the, the 12th one. is the first one. Then Friday the 15th. Great. So we get back to. We, you we also, to, but y'all, you'll be playing Fallen Order too. Love that. Start getting two TVs. When does that come out? 
15th. 15th also. Okay, sorry. So, then, no, so, yeah. so we got Tuesday for the first one, then Friday, Friday the 12th, and then what, the 19th is the November is the 22nd? Third? Oh, what's Tw- happening on the 19th? Did they skip it on the 19th? I don't know. It's my sister's birthday. So we're skipping. Okay. We're not yeah. getting that full. Uh, and then 22nd. Okay, 22nd, 29th. 29th. Oh, December 6th. Shoots. Okay. December 13th. December 18th, a okay. Wednesday. Yes. Which then gives uh, episode nine uh, about a week to breathe, about and then the finale, December 27th. That's when the finale of Mandalorian is? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. It's great. We close out the whole. Because uh, remember, there was rumors that they were going to take a break from yeah. this in like a, like a six month, well, not six month break, like, like a, a, like a it, six week or so. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did that. Uh, Rebels would have the halves, you know, and, and, and then the movies, you know, get their own little right. spot. Yeah. How many times do you think you're going to watch each episode? Depends, man. I mean, yeah. Game of Thrones, uh, granted, I was doing a lot of recap shows at the time. I, I'd, I'd watch it four or five times a night on Would Sunday really? night. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, when I did that uh, SGA show. How are you going to sleep? I, dude, I was up till two in the morning watching it, sharing notes with Lon Harris, and we'd go into you the studio. Working. You were working. I was working, working but yeah. like, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm working. Right. If, if I'm not working, yeah, I still might do two. Yeah. Yeah. Or we do the same thing. Yeah. Paul Plus will be doing uh, recaps and. Yeah. Talking about all that stuff. Uh, all right. I think that's everything as far as uh, Mandalorian goes. What's going on with the with this Knights of Ren stuff? Uh, yeah. So this is the new comic series coming out. And um, the first issue is not out quite yet, right? I don't think so. Sorry. I'm just double checking it. I think probably Didn't get out. a chance to read this in the car while I was right. driving here. Uh, Charles Soule, who's the uh, author of this uh, comic book series coming out, Star Wars Kylo Ren. Uh, or, excuse me, The Rise of Kylo Ren. Uh, number two. Written by him with art by Will Sliney, uh, I do believe his name is, out in January. And the cover is up, um, and there's part of the cover. And Charles Soule says, and yes, that's Luke Skywalker and Ben Solo fighting the Knights of Ren. Here's the description, Christian. Please. With the new Jedi school in ruins and fellow students hot on his trail for the murder of their master, Ben Solo flees to the only friend he has left in the galaxy, a man named Snoke. But Snoke has plans for Ben and ideas about the Force that are dangerous as they're, as they're intriguing for the troubled young Jedi. Ben wishes to be truly free. The answers might lie with the dark side and the Knights of Ren, but it won't be the first time he's tangled with the Knights. In the past, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker journeys to the unknown regions and brings young Ben Solo along for the mission. Can even Luke Skywalker stand against the fabled Knights of Ren? Now, wait a minute here. The big thing with that, Riley and I were talking about this earlier where I brought up that ice planet, and Riley thought that this might be the first time that we see the Unknown Regions. If they're teasing the Unknown Regions in – I mean, they've done it already. We've already talked about the Unknown Regions in, mm-hmm. in uh, books and stuff too. But if they're bringing it into this comic book before the movie comes out, is there a shot that we actually see the Unknown Regions in, um, in, in Episode Nine? Yeah, well, yeah, in terms of really super acknowledged, because I do believe for anyone, a Starkiller base technically in the Unknown oh, Regions. Oh, okay. A lot of people believe it was Ilum, which is kind of out right, there. But right. we're saying that so that you can be less mad at us. But – if it's like, hey, we're going to the unknown regions, uh, this could be it. it. Yeah. I would like that. I mean, I think that's it's been teased for a long time. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Be, and it, well, it would explain stuff more. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We, will we get more from? Because we also know that Thrawn and uh, right. Ezra are out there somewhere, right? And right. I don't know. Uh, but this this comic, I haven't been intrigued to want to run and go pick up a comic since the young, the, the mm. early Vader ones, and I yeah. think that I might want to go get these because the. The Knights of Ren, Kylo, Snoke stuff, that right. fascinates me. So to learn a little bit more about the history of it, I think, I think I'll probably be picking this one up. I mean, it's, it's a, it is a tantalizing yeah. thing. I mean, people are analyzing uh, the cover. Only one of the Knights of Ren is holding a lightsaber. 
Was this the previous master of the Knights of Ren? Right. Did Ben Solo kill him? I'm reading this from uh, Nerdist. Uh, uh, they're running the running this story here, looking at it. Lindsay uh, Romaine, who's great and and uh, a, a real smart Star Wars fan, does a lot of great stuff on there. She's she's digging in and asking the good questions here. Uh, that's an interesting, intriguing uh, idea. Yeah. All right. Well, that's everything in the world of canon. And now we're going to get to you guys. But a couple questions here. It is the Twits. You guys have gone to Twitter, hashtag Jedi Council. Ken's gone through some stuff, or Riley's done his work for him, and then he's going to ask the question. So what do you got? Raphael Espinal at RazorWolf73. And Raphael asks, what's the over-under that either Kylo or Ray loses a limb in the last film? I like that spelling of It's Ray. a good... Uh, uh, R-E-I. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good question because normally it happens all the time. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, usually more towards the dark side. Yeah. So I think I actually think it's going to be Kylo if, I like if anybody that. does. I think Kylo loses a lot. I'll take the over, and I'll, I'll say it's uh, Kylo losing a wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like um, that. Uh, that's, that's a good one. All right. What's next? Uh, Corey at the Boovies. Yeah. Van Corey okay. says, what are the chances that one or more of the new group, Ray, Finn, Poe, die in the final installment? We, I think we've been asked this before in some way, shape, or form, but let's put it on the books. Slim to none, but if any one of them goes, it's Poe. But slim to none. Slim to none. Yeah. Slim to none. Uh, with all apologies to our friend Bro Dameron out there, Michael, uh, Poe would be my choice if I had to. But, but no chance. No chance, yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Knight of Ren. Uh-oh, they're watching at Forever a Killjoy. Oh, that's not... Okay. Uh, once <laughs> Kylo is redeemed... Um, I know it's a reference. I'm just saying. Uh, once Kylo is redeemed, how would you like his ending to be? He becomes a moisture farmer with Ray. He oh, goes no. into exile to atone for his mistakes with Ray. He and Ray start a small academy of balanced force users. This is a great question. I love these silly I, ones. I would like him to live because of those reasons of... How is he going to make amends uh-huh. for what he did? Because we always say, what if Vader would have lived? Right. How right. are they going to let that crusty old man yeah. live? You know, how's he going to be walking around? And yeah. the, Luke shows back up that door. He's like, yeah, he's, for pops. he's he, all good. He's good now. They're like, uh, no, kill him. Um, so uh, he's, he's going to die uh-huh. if, he, if he goes. And ben, ben will probably crap out. But I mm-hmm. think um, if you're going to, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, how you do it because he's just, that's why one of the reasons I don't want him to be redeemed because I just, that's lays into the whole part he gets redeemed he saves yeah. ray or he helps ray defeat palpatine he dies with palpatine right rinse and repeat we've done this before and we'll yeah. here we go we're doing it again um as opposed to he he gets redeemed and now it's like okay how are you gonna live now i no one's gonna forgive me mm-hmm. uh so i'm gonna go run and I'll be a renegade on my own here for a while because I killed a lot of people. But I right. know what I did. I see the error in my ways, and I got to go basically what, what Luke did. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to go go off on another planet and go try to find myself inside the Force. But I, I, I Yeah, I don't – yeah. Uh, if he lives, I want there to be a little bit of a, a scarlet letter on him. Yeah, you know, it's like, got to be. Yeah. Can't be like, oh, that's cool. You saw – you saw. okay, you're good now? But you killed everyone before. I know it doesn't matter. You're good now. <laughs> Open up a sandwich shop. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do two more. John Mariano at John Marioni. Good Yankee fan. He is. Oh, yeah. Crush him. Crush him. Um, Talking yeah. about dying. Go Nationals. Uh, how oh, much yeah, yeah. of this trailer is uh, misdirected? And how much will we see in the finished movie with J.J. Abrams' mystery box and even the current trend of misdirects and marketing? What are the odds that some of this... If not all are either deleted or altered scenes over under uh, 37, 20 to 1. Um, there's probably some scenes that are misdirected. I mean, like you said before, I think that the the cloaked figure kind of coming after Ray is a misdirect. I wouldn't be surprised if that is 
Evil Ray following her. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think in the case of that being a misdirect, that's, that's certainly possible. There are other things with voiceovers that could be misdirects. But uh, footage that they don't show, I, I, I think there's probably more footage in there that will be in the movie than, than not. I think I'm taking the way, 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 way yeah. under. I think the J.J. Mystery Box thing is more cliche than true most of the times, to be honest. And, um, uh, yes, specifically with Marvel yeah. changing things, that's different. Rogue One was reshoots. Uh, we know that contributed right. to the stuff. Again, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and now this, I think will prove out that this thing that they do not emotionally lie to us. They, they are, here are the themes. Here are the themes, and here's what's here. And I think that's where you need to follow it. And I think, you know, everything that we're seeing and that's, and that's on that screen, I'm, I'm expecting to see in this movie, if that makes sense. But it's, yeah. it's a fair question, John, especially with the Marvel stuff. In the Marvel Definitely. stuff, we just straight know. Uh, last one. Taking some Okay. Um, first, before we do that, Christian, I do want to do a little plug-in. Star Wars fan rankings. Don't forget, everybody, we want you to rank your favorite Star Wars movie for an upcoming video series here on Collider. Click the link below to cast your vote. Uh, we are doing the, the, the best Star Wars movies is ranked by you. So you have a problem with it? You yell at you. Uh, you'll still yell at us. Um, and don't forget the Collider Lightsaber Battle. Check it out today if you haven't seen it. Heroes and Villains, who do you choose? It's uh, good acting by Christian in both endings, uh, you know. Well, but there's actually, thank you, but yeah, there's, yeah. did you see? The other thing that we should mention is that uh, did you see George Lucas reacting to? Uh, I hadn't seen it because I've been on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I heard, I heard, I heard good things. It's really good. Josh Robert Thompson yeah. does an amazing George Lucas. Frank Lucatardo, who is mm-hmm. his his editing. He, he more and more becomes the master every day. Frank's got, great. He's just so good. And if you haven't watched George Lucas reacts to the latest trailer, uh, you should because it's 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 absolutely incredible and very funny. Yeah, and, and I think it's also important. For fans to remember to have some fun and laugh yeah. at Star Wars. Josh Robert Thompson, by the way, is like a massive Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. And he's taking this persona that he's created with George being grouchy. And people, because I saw people going, oh, Collider, they're the biggest uh, Star Wars apologist out there. How, how are they doing this? It's like, first of all, it's if you've watched any of his stuff, instead of just following your own narrative, uh, you'll see that the whole point is to be is to find whatever's out there. Give your thoughts on whether you like it or you don't like it. And then... You can also have fun because the whole yeah. the other thing people don't realize we went to yesterday talking about Clara Live is Captain Learning was exactly that. Yeah. And we took fun at everything. Yeah. You should be able to as comedians, yeah. as as entertainers, you should have fun yeah. and do some stuff. It's and that's true. exactly what the guys did here. And I, th- I thought it was great. Uh, I, I bonded with a lot of my friends in elementary school and high school by making fun of Star yeah. Wars because we loved it so exactly. much. And I think fun is there. Final question from the sweaty nerd. Well, we had uh, this one from Darth Dunkelis. Uh, hey, if uh, Kylo has went uh, his this dark, why isn't his physical appearance being corrupted like those before? In the trailer for uh, the Rise of Skywalker, he looks the same. Well, remember there there is the reason why they were a lot of those other people like they got themselves into some stuff like Bane. When Bane started to get all contorted and everything happened to him, was that he was dabbling darker and darker and darker in the, into the dark side and trying to do things and alter his his appearance and it messed him up. Um, uh, Vader 
was fine until he got all messed up until he got burnt by the lava. He looked exactly the same. Uh, Palpatine was okay all the way through dabbling in the dark side until he got the force lightning to the face. Kylo's got that scar. That's the big thing. He hasn't gotten himself into a battle yet that that has gotten there then too. But what other Sith users that you know? Darth Maul was the Sith user all the way, powerful user. Dooku, same thing. Dooku wasn't affected by it at all. Yeah, sometimes there's those things that seem to be rules, but they aren't. I know you just no. explained it exactly as I would. Like uh, he got a, he has a giant scar on his face. Yeah. Uh, he's paid the price in some way, um, and might still pay the price. Yeah. We don't know. There might be more stuff that we happens to him for sure. It but yeah. it's a, a great thought, and I love the name Darth. Just something else that you thought of. You went, oh, oh, uh, you mentioned Bane, and I know yes. you love Darth Bane. You I love do. Darth Bane. I do. Have you been watching? Kevin Scott, the author, Star Wars author on Twitter, wrote the. Dooku Jedi Lost audio no, uh, he's doing a Bane book. He is keeps tweeting out. He keeps tweeting out that he's reading the first Darth Bane book. Awesome. But he's doing it in a way where he's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm reading a Darth Bane book." I love it. I mean, good. I, I would. I just don't know if I want to see anybody else write a Bane book other than Drew Carpetian. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to pick it up right away. There yeah. are other books that were sent from our buddies over at uh, Delray. There was. There was one by Lucasfilm, one by Delray. The other one, the first, the, the Resistance one. There's one. There's a Ray one, Journey of the Force Awakens. Uh, excuse me, Journey to uh, Rise of Skywalker. Right. That I forget the name of it. Um, my daughter's actually reading it, and um, and then there's this, the other one that's coming out at the end of the month. Uh, has Poe on the cover, and I just got it. So I forgot the name of it. It's, it's something with Resistance Re- Reborn. Yes. Yes. So I I just got it. So I'm gonna start reading yes. that. I th- I'm nice. gonna start getting back into the books so I can do some reviews on the books. But this has been. The show. Only one left in the uh, the old regime, that is. The new regime begins uh, in November with this man right here, Mr. Kylo Ken himself, Ken Napsock. Our last show together will be next Friday, excuse me, next Thursday on Halloween. My last day collider will be on Friday, November 1st. So please join us here next week and on Collider Live on November 1st. I'd love to say goodbye to you on this channel. Doesn't mean I'm gone for good. I'll be doing a lot of stuff on my channel. So if you haven't subscribed there, please go on over to YouTube.com slash The Schmodown. I'll be doing Star Wars stuff and everything over on that channel. But we've got one more week here. Ken, where can the good people find you? You can find me at Kednapsuck. Go to my website at kednapsuck.com to find out more information about shows like uh, upcoming with me, Mark Ellis, in Washington, D.C. in November. Now, I'm going to go take a nap. All right. Do that. Please do it and get a good night rest because we need to see you up and about ready to go next week for the final show with you and I. And you guys have a great and wonderful week and may the force be with you. Always. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. 
It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 